Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit stockinvest.us. Hi, and welcome to the first trading week of 2021. This is Jim, and you are listening to the stockinvest.us podcast. We'll start the podcast like I have done in 2020, looking at the week that we just left, look a little bit about the week ahead of us. We'll look into some of the major companies and this time I will also let you into my private portfolio. We'll follow that from week to week so you can see how I do my trading. This week we will look into Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, NEO, Amazon, even Bitcoins. A lot of people ask me, can you please comment a little bit about Bitcoin? I will do that. Um, And of course, I'll get into my portfolio. But if you look at the last trading week of 2020, uh, Nasdaq started the week at 12,805 points, ending the week just shy of 12,900, 12,888 to be exact. That was 83 points gain or 0.65%. Dow Jones, however, did a little bit better, managed 1.35% the last week of 2020 started the week uh, at 30,199, ending the week at 30,606. That was 407 points gain for Dow Jones and the major companies. If we look at the Nasdaq chart and what we can expect for the week ahead of us, we can say that the Nasdaq is currently overbought on the relative strength index with good support uh, below current levels. It doesn't look like there will be any really volatile movements they should be uh, probably slow and given the very good trend the good momentum right now it may just keep floating above uh, today's level i don't expect that much gains from nasdaq this week it could be that they will break the 13,000 limit my guess that will be in the first part of the week where it will then uh, fall a little bit back by the end of the week I would expect uh, Nasdaq to more or less be just around uh, as it ended in 2020, so let's say 12,900 points. The same goes for Dow Jones, don't expect uh, very much uh, either. That meaning uh, first part of the week should probably be good and we will see how that very last part uh, of the week will end. If we look uh, at stockinvest.us, we analyze more than 30,000 companies around the world. We give them a technical score, either a sell, hold, or buy evaluation. And right now, from all these 30,000 tickers, we can say that 40% of all tickers around the world are giving buy signals. NASDAQ, 47%. New York Stock Exchange, 53%. These have been very high for many weeks now. Uh, but they're still high and as I said in many podcasts uh, when things are overbought uh, when the momentum is high it can still continue you never know exactly when uh, it turns 
if we uh, flip, go to Europe, we can say that London had 48% buy signals, a little bit less in Germany, the Frankfurt Stock Exchange, only 34% buy signals there. And if we go to Asia, we see a little bit different picture again. Tokyo, 32% buy signals. And in Shenzhen, China, where we analyze close to 2,000 tickers, there's only 19% buy signals. So Europe uh, and the US remain very strong. Uh, I've said this before, it's not very good when there is too much buy signals because at some point this flips over and it might flip very hard when it first flips. But for a week ahead of us, uh, I don't see that a very scary scenario simply because there is so much support under today's level. Nasdaq been moving very slow uh, above 12,800. Uh, and these levels are no support levels. If Nasdaq uh, will fall uh, below 12,800, it should probably fall very fast to 12,600 and could even on a very bad day go all the way to 12,400. But I don't see that uh, for the week uh, as such. And that um, uh, brings us uh, into the very first uh, analysis. And we will start with Apple as... Uh, we have done more or less, I think, the last 30 podcasts in 2020. And looking at uh, Apple, Apple did uh, quite well. It hit uh, $136, then fell back. Total natural reaction. It's currently traded at 132.69. Uh, this reaction is a good sign. I told you this uh, before. I think it's uh, a more positive picture in Apple than it's been for a long time after breaking 100, and, uh, that magical 125 limit. It finally moved uh, upwards. It was moving horizontal between uh, just between 115 and 125 for a very long time. And when it finally broke that limit, it moved all the way up to 136. Uh, and a reaction back is just totally natural where exactly it will end. Will it fall all the way to 128 before bouncing up? It's a bit hard to say uh, exactly. It could be that it will start pick up straight uh, from today. It has a buy signal from the long-term moving average. Just given a sell signal from the short-term moving average, but it's still uh, still too early to tell exactly if that matters. There is a slight divergence uh, in volume. That's usually a little bit negative. The volume should follow the price, uh, but it's not a huge divergence, but it's still there. So my very best guess is that it might bounce uh, up in the beginning of uh, this trading week, then fall a little bit back. My guess is that it will probably fall back uh, to 128, but then bounce up. And for the week as such, by the end of this week, I actually expect that we will see Apple closer to 136. So positive uh, um, analysis for Apple this week. Looking at Microsoft, uh, we can say that uh, the picture is not... Almost the same had a thing. It was moving horizontal between 210 and 216 all November, all December. When it finally broke, it moved quite rapidly up to uh, 225 and it's struggling breaking this level. It has previous tops 223, 224, and as I said, 225 uh, in the beginning of last week. So breaking these levels uh, will indicate that the stock will move even faster up. 
I expect uh, actually I find uh, the volume to follow the stock somewhat uh, okay has a buy signal from long-term moving average a sell signal from short-term moving average but if the stock goes up today that will turn over to a buy signal and I believe that will be the case I believe there is enough support around today's levels and that we will see a Microsoft just push slowly up over because just above today's level there is quite much resistance all the way up to 124 so I don't expect very rapid movement should go slow uh, but things may start to uh, happen a lot faster when it breaks 225. For the week as such, I'm even positive to Microsoft. I think it will end the weeks somewhere around 228. And my very best guess is that it will push slowly up, uh, breaking 225, then move very rapidly up to 230 and fall a little bit back as it meets resistance at this round number. Going rapidly forward uh, to Tesla, uh, and uh, that's a uh, super popular stock. Uh, as I said last week, that uh, it will probably test the 700 level and it broke 700. And as it has broken the 700 level and is at all time high, it will just continue to push upwards, at least for the very first part of the week. And I expect actually quite rapid movements. The volume is following the stock quite nicely. I expect the first part of the week to be very strong, could go all the way straight up to 800, uh, even a little bit above. Uh, hard to say, but that uh, by the end of the week, it will have a natural correction. It is in the upper trend, uh, upper part of a rising trend. And uh, normally, normally when it uh, then will hit uh, very high, it will fall back towards uh, previous support levels or the middle of the trend, which will be probably around 700, 705. So for the week as such, I expect a very, very uh, strong start of the week. Pushing upwards could be uh, above 800 Tesla is Tesla. But by the end of the week, I actually expect the stock to be just above today's level, uh, somewhere around 710. So for the week as such, I don't expect too much of uh, Tesla, but the first part should be very, very funny. This, the trend remains very strong. Uh, if it falls below 700, it should fall quite rapidly to 650, simply because there is no support until 650. But at 650, there is plenty of support. So don't manage to see anything really drastical happen to Tesla uh, unless there is some major, major news of some sort. Uh, I don't manage to see that happen either this week, uh, not even next week. So. Currently, things looks very well for Tesla. It's on its way to $1,000, but I don't think it will be this week. Another car uh, manufacturer, electrical vehicle car manufacturer that we follow for quite long uh, time is NIO. Uh, we started recommending this stock very early that you should just buy NIO. It's kind of a brother of Tesla, and uh, we expect NIO to have very great potential. Many people might think it's uh, quite expensive already. It's done three times. It's now traded just under $50, but this stock will just continue upwards. And as I said last week, when the stock breaks $50, it should move quite rapidly up to 55, where it will face uh, resistance, could take a bounce back to 50 before pushing upwards again. 
But I'm very positive to NEO, uh, maybe a little bit too positive, but the chart is very nice. The stock is in the lower end of the trend, uh, has so much support under today's level. Uh, so it's really doomed for uh, more upturn. Uh, and I don't manage to see the huge risk right now. The risk reward for me looks super attractive. Uh, and as I will tell you a bit later, I also have this stock in my portfolio. You should take that into consideration, of course. But just have a look at the chart yourself. Uh, really looks good to me. Buy signals from short-term moving average, long-term moving average. Uh, our system at Stock Invest, which uses uh, automatic algorithms, rank is as a score. Cannot agree more. It's just looking very, very good, especially this thing that it's in the lower part of the trend. Volume is following the stock very nicely. It is not very high, it's not very low, meaning that the stock, when the interest hit, can push it quite much higher. And I think that will happen this week, that we will see volume increase um, in NEO pushing the stock higher. And I will be so bold to say that I think the stock will end the week close to $59. It could even go higher depending uh, a little bit on the start. But the first uh, tricky part will be uh, breaking $55. That's where it faces the first part of resistance. That's also previous uh, high. Uh, but after that, it's just clear road. Going to um, Amazon, uh, this is also uh, a hugely traded stock, of course. And I have been very negative to uh, Amazon, not expecting much from Amazon for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, and I still don't expect much from Amazon. As I said before, it needs to break this 3,450 level before anything interesting happens. Until then, it will simply move just sideways. The picture is a little bit better than it has been for sometimes, as it broke 3,200 uh, by good margin. Uh, pushing uh, upwards. Uh, it hit $3,322 last week, then started to fall downwards, ending the week at 3256 uh, And I expect that the stock will uh, start to push upwards. Volume is following the stock very nicely. It makes it a bit uh, easier to predict. I, I believe that this stock will, it could could fall down to 3,200 before uh, pushing upwards, but I don't think that. I think it will turn uh, actually today at around $3,250, start to push upwards, but it will face too much resistance at 3,300, uh, later at 3,350, so I don't manage to see the stock break these levels. And by the week, um, as such, I expect that the stock will fall a little bit back. It will end somewhere just below 3,300. That's my guess. But it will be higher during the week. Could be as high as 3,350. Uh, uh, but by the end of the week, it should end. Uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, I would say 3,000. Let's say 3,270, just shy of 3,300. Uh, in general, the stock is recommended as a hold candidate. I agree to that. You should not sell it if you're in it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the right time to buy it. If you're not in it, just wait for uh, some further direction. I especially see that the stock is able to break that 3,350 and later 3,450 level because then it will start to be much more interesting. 
If things go very bad, the stock has so much support from 3,200 all the way to 3,100. So I don't see anything happen very, very fast in the stock. If it starts to uh, continue downwards, uh, it will go very, very slow due to all this support from these previous trading levels. If it goes below 3,100, it will start to fall much more rapidly. But we'll get back to that if that happens. For the week as such, uh, not huge expectations from Amazon, more or less hold. And then we are to uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin had a amazing race. I told you, uh, I believe it one of the first podcasts when it was 5,000. And it will go back to 20,000 and even more. And it finally broke the, when it finally broke the 20,000 level. It went very fast. I think it was traded all the way up to 35. Uh, thousand uh, during weekend uh, it's currently traded just around 30,200 uh, and I believe this is just a total natural reaction uh, I have been mentioning some of my podcasts that in an upturn you would see this one-third or two-third corrections I believe it is just a total natural correction I believe it will be somewhere between one-third two-third uh, down from uh, the game and uh, moving straight from 20,000 up to 35,000, that's 15,000. So if we divide that on three, we will have 5,000 for each step. So either it turns around 30,000 or it goes down to 25,000. Given the high volatility, that is my guess that uh, Bitcoin will face a little bit uh, problems uh, uh, and uh, slightly go down to 25,000. But you shouldn't be scared because it's just total natural. At 25,000, it will go a little bit sideways, then start to move uh, upwards again. And uh, I will not be surprised if we see Bitcoin hitting 40,000. Not sure if it will be the, uh, during this week. Uh, but in very near, near uh, future, I believe that we'll see uh, Bitcoin uh, test the 40,000 limit. Uh, since we have to give a target for the week as such, I believe that we will see uh, Bitcoin end the week close to 25,000. It will be a little bit up and down, but nothing very, very exciting during the week. Uh, pushing up to 32,000, then back to 27,000, then move up to 30,000, then back to 26,000. And by the end of the week, around 25,000, which I believe will probably be a very good time to buy if you're not into Bitcoin. Because, uh, as I said, I believe it will just continue to push upwards. That's just natural correction we are seeing. Then we are at the final part uh, of uh, this podcast uh, and the news section. Uh, we'll talk about my portfolio. We'll actually follow my portfolio this week. I have two portfolios, so we'll follow one of them. Uh, and I will start just to explain how I trade uh, I divide stocks into low risk, medium risk, and high risks. Uh, and uh, I base my trading on what kind of forecast I have. So I believe the markets are way too high right now. So slowly, bit by bit, I have been moving more over to secure stocks. So my current strategy is I will have 50% of my investment into uh, what I consider uh, low risk stocks, stocks that I don't expect them to move much up, but I don't expect them to move quite much down if things go very bad. Uh, of course, 
They are the positive stocks, which I believe in, but I don't expect like 10, 20%. I don't expect, I expect them to do over the week as such. I will actually be quite happy with two, 3%. I expect that to be very good gains. For my medium, because I also have stocks which I consider to be medium risk, I have 30% of my investments. And for stocks in high end, uh, which I consider very risk stocks. These are high volatility stocks that moves a lot up and down. Uh, it's only 20% uh, of my stocks. So I have 50% in uh, what I consider to be low risk stocks, 30% into medium and stocks, and 20% into high risk stocks. And just to show an example that just after the major COVID falls when market fell way too much, uh, I had more or less the opposite. I had 70% of my stocks into high uh, investment into high risk stocks uh, at some point and only 10% in low uh, risk stocks simply because uh, it was so attractive uh, place to be. So I uh, always try to see what do I expect from the markets? Uh, how will they behave? Because I do not want to be in a situation where if things go really bad, uh, and that may happen very fast when it first happens, uh, that I will be having too big exposure and taking too huge losses. Because over this COVID period, I made such good gains that uh, happens only a few times in a trading career. And uh, I will like it to remain uh, as such. The other thing I do is, of course, I look into sectors. What kind of sectors is it that I believe uh, have the high potential? I've been changing. I was uh, for some time uh, heavily into biotech stocks simply because I was expecting all these things about COVID vaccines, etc., etc. Uh, and uh, lately, uh, I uh, moved more, uh, more and more into green technology. Simply, it's the future. Uh, it's a lot more safer. Um, and as you will see, I have a NEO, for instance, uh, stock. And, um, uh, getting to the, uh, the, the stocks in my portfolio, as I said, I, I try to, what is it I expect from the markets, the, the long-term markets, right? As I said in some of my podcasts, I have very good uh, belief that the oil prices will continue to rise. So, of course, I have some oil stocks as well. But let's start uh, with what I consider uh, low-risk stocks. I've been into some of these stocks quite long. Uh, for the low-risk stocks, I have only two stocks. I have Apple and Microsoft, but I have 50% of my investments. I also ought to say that uh, I do invest in other things, and I have been reducing uh, the total amount which I invest into stock markets. It's based on the same theory that we all very high it's uh, i don't want to be fully exposure but from the money that i have invested in stocks i have 50 percent in low risk stocks and these two low risks what i consider to be low risk stocks with potential is apple and microsoft i've been doing very well uh, so far um, and uh, next week we will see how how it went but apple starts the week at 132.69 uh, microsoft at 220 Two dollars, and as I said, I have uh, good targets for both of them. Apple, I believe, around 136, and Microsoft around 228 by the end of the week. So just a few few uh, percentages uh, from these two stocks. 
in uh, what I consider to be medium risk stocks, I expect them to move uh, a bit more up and down, more volatile stocks. Uh, I have NEO. Uh, you can argue if NEO is low or high risk, but it's have more volatility than uh, Apple and Microsoft. That's for sure. But uh, NEO been so kind to me, it's currently trading at uh, $48. Uh, and as I said, I believe it will go all the way up to $59 during the week. Uh, so NEO is uh, the one stock I will hold on to that stock very long, simply because I believe it has huge, huge potential. The other stock I have in my medium risk uh, strategy is a Norwegian company called Pelgetro Service. Uh, it is Gale Services for the oil industry. It was so cheap when I bought it that I just simply had to buy it. And it's been even more kind to me than many other stocks. It's currently traded at 5.2 Norwegian kroner, and I expect this one to go all the way up to 30, maybe even 20. We will see, but I consider it uh, the right place uh, to be. On the very high-end stock, uh, I have divided into uh, three stocks. I have 20% of my capital here, uh, and some of these have been going so well. I shift a little bit, but right now I'm still holding the Diffusion Pharmaceuticals. Uh, I have uh, some Arbutus stocks, and I also put Friday a small bet on an, another uh, penny stock. Uh, Autos is traded at uh, $2.1. I believe this one will do uh, fairly good during this week. These are high-risk stocks, uh, which can go either way. Uh, I don't expect um, so much. So my guess for the portfolio for the week as such, what will I be able to gain? I hope to gain, uh, my hope is that I will gain somewhere between 5 and 7% for the week as such, if everything goes very well. And 5% is very good. Uh, I know everyone dreams about doing 100 to 300%. Uh, even more, and I had many penny stocks that done two, three hundred percent. I even had like Neo done uh, super well, but we have to be a little bit realistic. And uh, next week we will look how did it actually go with my portfolio? Uh, did we gain or did I lose? Um, have I changed some of my strategies uh, into which the the oil is currently trading at forty eight? Uh, I uh, have in my other portfolio, it's a bit more uh, heavy one, but uh, there I have a little bit more oil stocks. I simply believe oil is, is good. But we will see um, how it will turn out. That was uh, everything for this podcast, the very first for 2021. And as I usually say, uh, make sure that you have stop loss. It will be your best friend. And uh, for my portfolio, for instance, I have a much tighter stop loss uh, for my low uh, risk stocks. Uh, medium stocks, I give a little bit higher slack. I have a little bit higher uh, stop loss simply because they move a bit more. And of course, for my high risk stocks, I have quite huge uh, stop loss range. If you haven't done your homework, uh, you should do it. Uh, Google something called trailing stop loss. That will be a very good friend of you if your brokers offer it. The stop loss just simply follow the stock upwards. It doesn't go downwards. So if you are on a stock, a runner, you should always stay with a runner. Uh, it will just simply follow the stock loss. Stop loss will just go up, up, up as the stock goes up and the day it turns down and that may happen very fast. The stop loss will be triggered and you will have uh, almost the best you can get out of any runner. 
I hope you will have a very good trading week uh, that you will manage to put some uh, green in the bank and we will speak again in a week. Bye. This podcast was brought to you for free by Jim Strumberg and StockInvest.us. If you like to support the podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash Jim Stromberg.